Welcome to the Run Better podcast. Running, in my opinion, is more than just finish lines, medals and Strava miles, although those are great. We run to improve our health and longevity and reconnect to our ancestry. We're born to run and I can help you run better. My name is Ash Foster. I'm a running coach and advanced personal trainer and yoga teacher from the UK. Hello, it's Ash, and welcome to this episode of the Run Better podcast. I do apologise if you are a regular listener to the podcast. My posting schedule, my posting schedule, has not been as regular of late, and that's because over the last couple of weeks, our two young little girls got ill, got sickness bug, and then on the back of that, following that, my wife and then my youngest daughter got COVID. So our home life and work life balance have been completely turned upside down and completely affected our schedule and routine and work and commitments so i'm trying to make a start getting back onto regular posting with this episode right now and this episode is all about training for your first half or full marathon the common mistakes that people make before i get into this episode if you could hit the follow or the subscribe button wherever you are listen to this podcast that's a massive help. You will get all the notifications when I post them and it just means that you will see them quicker. Thanks. So let's jump into this episode. So I know from personal experience of myself and working with clients and talking to friends that are runners that there are some common mistakes that people make when they are training for their very first half or full marathon or maybe you're training for your second or your third or fourth or fifth and you keep making these common mistakes. So I'm going to share these with you and this is something that you need to bear in mind and it's definitely something that's going to help your training plan and help you on race day when that big day comes. So the first common mistake that people make is too much too soon for their body. So this is a massive problem. It's the first thing that springs to mind for me is that just time after time with my clients, they seem to think that they can do more and more and more just because just because they may be out on a run and their body feeling good so they're like oh yeah i'm just i plan to do five miles today but you know what i want to do seven and a half and it's just because they're feeling good and then say they get into week three or four or five or six of their week training plan and they've maybe added on those extra miles and they get into those the midweeks of their training plan and because they've been feeling good and they've been adding extra on too much too soon their body can't adapt quick enough because you've not maybe had enough rest to let your body adapt to the intensity of the training schedule that you've suddenly gone into Uh, you've got extra stress of fitting those runs into your weekly schedule Um, and then that can create Injuries, burnout, and and again, like a negative cycle of knocking yourself backwards because you've done way too much too soon for what your body, your joints, your muscles, your cardiovascular system, your brain can handle. We are not professional runners, so we don't have the comfort and the option of being able to run and then go for a sleep and recover and hydrate effectively 
we have to work, we have to have our children and our routines with our, our children and our home and social lives. So we are not able to shut ourselves off like a professional athlete would in a, say, a 12-week training camp and only focus on their nutrition, hydration and their exercise and their sleep. So we have to be cautious of doing too much too soon. There is a 10% rule that's quite a common rule of only adding on 10% workload week by week and that can bend a little bit because it needs to bend a little bit because it's not you don't really want to be doing general rules for everyone um because you might be coming into a a running training plan already from a point of view where you are a regular quite strong runner but you're just trying to add a little bit more workload in but you've got to be really cautious of adding too much too soon so that your body can adapt to it so be cautious of that one and again this is where a running coach comes in or a specific tailored running plan for your body and your current needs is much better than getting one of those generic ones off google or something it's one of the runners websites or um any other of those online platforms you need to have a really specific tailored plan for you the next common mistake that i see people all over the running community doing wrong and making an error is not working on your breathing so this is something that it really frustrates me and I think maybe because I've got my yoga background and I've practiced yoga for over 11 years now and I've obviously been a, a yoga teacher for about four years now I'm really conscious of breathing and how breathing can massively influence your whole mental and physical health absolutely changes your your body not working on your breathing is you're basically not maximizing your or optimizing your running you're not optimizing your health you're not optimizing your body you're not optimizing your brain you're not optimizing and maximizing your training runs your body works harder you know it's you when you get onto that big day and you're not you're not you haven't got a breathing strategy you don't know how to breathe you don't know what your breathing rhythm is going to be that big day and the, and the and the big race day and all these excitement will mean that your rhythm will go out the window basically and you may start off a little bit kind of excited and your breath may be a bit fast and paced and then by the end of the race or mid-race you're kind of way out of it and feeling rubbish because you effectively you haven't been getting enough oxygen into your body so having breath work and an effective breathing rhythm and strategy for your breathing is going to absolutely optimize and maximize your running anyway even if you're not doing a half marathon or full marathon you need to do proper proper breath work to improve your running the next one i would look at a common mistake again really obvious is that people tend to have a lack of a nutrition or hydration plan a nutrition and hydration plan we all have a running plan we all have that workout plan and we stick to that but you also need to have a nutrition and hydration plan that runs alongside that if you don't it causes burnout fatigue and injury as simple as that your body needs that extra so you've got an increased energy demand so you need to have an increase in energy input energy is getting burnt because of the increased workload so you need to put excess energy in to fuel your body you can't just carry on eating the way that you have been regularly so if you have a regular three square meals and maybe you you snack in between that and you have 
quite a set routine with your hydration, your nutrition and hydration anyway, and then you start adding all of this training onto it on top of it, and you you don't have an effective hydration and nutrition plan, and you just kind of stay at the same level, you're going to be massively in a calorie deficit and an energy deficit, which, again, like I say, will cause a burnout fatigue and ultimately will lead to injury, and you probably be very weak as you head up to, to race day. So you need to put more energy in for the more energy that your body is demanding with all of this excess um, work that you are doing with your running plan, working up to the big day. And then kind of kind of like the next one would be fit well within that is people have a lack of rest when they're training so it's all about training it's all about maximizing the time and all about getting as much in as you can week by week but then what people massively neglect not just even in our running but in day-to-day life is that we forget that rest is absolutely essential. You will need to rest more, you will need to sleep more, and you will need to chill out more to help your body adapt to the stress load that you're just asking of it as you start to build up to your half marathon or your full marathon, whatever you are planning for. More, again, more energy demand, more stress, more fatigue on the body. You're going you're gonna to then put more energy in, but you're also going to need to let your body adapt to all of that workload and that stress so you need to add more resting so maybe you need to be sleeping for half an hour or an hour extra every single night or maybe you just need to be taking half an hour or an hour every single day where you just sit and you just chill out and you just do nothing maybe do some breathing maybe do some reading so you can just again let your heart rate come down you can let your body adapt and the key point is the body only adapts to the stress and the workload and get stronger when it's at rest, particularly at sleep. So your body can only get better and stronger if it is resting. So if again, if you're not getting adequate rest and you're just getting the same levels of rest that you would be in everyday life, again, your body's not adapting efficiently enough and you are weaker because of that. So then the next one fits in with that lack of rest. It's neglecting recovery. It's kind of works in with that but when I mean recovery what I mean by that is that we are going to have achy tight tense tender muscles because of again the workload and the stresses that we're, we're asking of the body so you will need to mobilize and you'll need to massage and you'll need to stretch and flex and look after and have tender loving care so that nice recovery so yoga and foam rolling so you'll have to have an effective recovery strategy again. So making sure that you, if you don't practice yoga, you're doing yoga, you're doing yoga for runners. If you don't foam roll, you make sure that you're foam rolling your hamstrings, your glutes, your calf muscles, to, and obviously your back uh, to, to, to make sure that, again, that you're getting that massage and you're getting that nice... Um, getting those toxins out of your body you're, aching, you're massaging those achy muscles. So that, again maybe even adding in some some cold shower showering or cold ice baths as well to help with your recovery so what is your recovery strategy you need to recover well you need to rest well as well as train well otherwise you're not going to be optimal come race day another area that people tend to neglect in their training is neglecting strength training so people just focus heavily on i've got a three mile run to do today i've got a two mile run there nice easy pace and then i've got my big long run at the weekend and it's like yeah great but where is your strength training in your muscles and your joints in those areas of your body particularly where you are good in your lower body they need to be strong enough to take the forces that you're going to put through them throughout your training period so you need to factor in 
some strength training maybe towards the beginning of your um your training plan to build that that base of strength so then when you start to increase the demands on your body for your running to higher to get into those higher distances your body is able strong enough your muscle tissues and fibers are strong enough and elastic enough and um kind of really they've got that muscle that in, in, integrity to, to to be strong enough to, to withstand the forces and again the demands and another common one that i see a lot as well is buying new clothing for the big day so the big day is coming it's like oh, i'm gonna get this new coat i'm gonna get this new t-shirt oh, i'm gonna get these new trainers i'm gonna get these new socks but what can happen with that is maybe you find out on the race day when you're about halfway through maybe five six miles or maybe even 10 20 miles in and you're like oh this the these this top or this you know these socks or whatever they are is so itchy they might be irritating or maybe the the clothing's too hot or maybe it's too cold maybe it's too tight maybe you're feeling pain from the clothing so do not buy any new clothing for the big day make sure the clothing that you are wearing and the shoes and everything that you're going to wear on big day you have trained in regularly and you know the level of comfort that you are going to get from that clothing it is important you should feel like you are wearing your pajamas on big race day you don't want to be feeling irritated by the clothing that you are wearing so make sure you have tried and tested your clothing and your trainers well and truly worn them down before you get to that big race day do not buy any new stuff for big race day so there you go so there's some common mistakes that I've made, that my clients have made, that my friends have made, and that I see people making all the time when they're training for the first half or full marathon. Are you making one of those mistakes? If you need any advice or would like a plan uh, for any of the above things that we've talked about, get in contact with me. I'll be able to have a look at where you are now and we'll be able to do a plan together and we can get you fit and ready and Again, getting the most out of your training and recovery, your hydration, your nutrition, ready for your big day. And I hope that has helped. And if it has, please share this podcast with somebody that would benefit from it. And I will speak to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening.